0: Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in January of 2021. Our first episode in 2021. Yay! Welcome to episode 29. Are they really falling behind? Are they? Are hmm. they?
1: We're going to talk about that during this episode. First, we want to give a shout out to Allie from Nebraska. She gave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't think these people know how much we really like. Oh my which. gosh. <laughs>
0: We, we <laughs> fan girl to the extreme. We each take screenshots when we see some, someone has posted and send it to our cell phones and we like get all excited and I all giddy. Know. So this. When I read her review, yes. I had goosebumps all over. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. Okay. I have to okay. share this one with everyone. All right.
1: Okay. The title is A Home Run and Must Listen for All Educators and Math Enthusiasts. First of all, I just love that title. Okay. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Here's what it says. This podcast has it all. Laura and Karina are smart, witty, and engaging. Oh, Their excitement for math and their commitment to learning and evolving is contagious. I was late to the game, but have devoured their episodes. I look forward to engaging in the challenges in real time and discussing these topics with my colleagues Thank you for sharing your knowledge and resources and helping me become a better educator,
0: my favorite podcast. Oh, and see, and you did it again, Allie. I got goosebumps again. I got so (laughs) excited. So exciting. Let's reflect on last week's episode. Yes. One thing that I said was, You really have to choose the right problem. It's important to choose the right problem. Right. What I really meant to say was that it could also be about revising Mm -hmm. and kind of like tweaking it so that you have the right problem. Just because it's in print doesn't mean that it's permanent. Right. And we can adjust the problem so that it really targets like the misconception that we want to bring to the forefront. Right. One example was there was this problem with comparing decimal numbers okay. and that's hard to like think about a we- real life world problem yes. with comparing decimals. The textbook did an I thought did a good job of comparing ants and their their lengths. Oh nice. Right? Okay. However. Wait, what was the unit? Was it like inches
1: or oh, centimeters God, no, or millimeters? Like, I think it was okay. like millimeters. Okay.
0: <laughs> but but I didn't like The numbers that they chose. Okay. And instead, I just changed one of them because the misconception that I wanted to kind of target Mm -hmm. was that one in 13 rules. When students see a decimal number and Mm -hmm. they think that the longer number means that the number is Is greater, greater, right? Right. Than the shorter number. For example, the numbers are zero and 543 thousandths, and you're comparing it to six tenths. Mm -hmm. They think that six tenths, because it's so short, that's a shorter number, that's a smaller number, right? when in reality that's the greater number yep yep so you have our permission even though you don't really need it but you have our permission to change the numbers in the textbook yes to adjust it to what you really want Mm -hmm. to teach and Mm -hmm. what you want the kids to get out of it well I have two things to say about
1: last week's episode okay the first was we neglected to talk about how we teach to the standard Yes. Right? We, yeah, we kept we didn't talking say about. That. <laughs> we kept talking about, don't, you know, the textbook isn't the curriculum and the textbook. And then we kind of forgot to say the standards are what you need to be teaching. Yeah. Oops. So, oops. <laughs> All right. Little reflection. And I want to apologize to my type A slash OCD friends. I know I went way out of order on my list last week and I might have driven some of you nuts. So please accept my humblest, sincere. Theorist apologies.
0: Well, I forgive you. You did go out of order, but <laughs> But remember we didn't go over our lists together. Before. I know, I know, that's why. We kinda went in order of my list and not, not your twice. list. So I took over, so maybe I should apologize too. <laughs>
1: it's all good all right what's your good news for this week this is some good oh, news yeah you shared it with me I shared this we I shared this
0: with you because I here's what's so funny about this is that as it was happening I'm like literally in my head thinking I can't wait to share this with Laura <laughs> And, of course, on our podcast right. and with everybody out there that's listening. But, okay. You've heard me talk about this girl before. She's my textbook lover. The textbook lover. She's the one who... Uh, Struggled at the beginning of the yes, year. Like, just challenged to, me yes. with, like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing it this way? Why are we why learning Why can't it? we just use this? Yeah, it, yeah. Why don't you just tell me how to do exactly. this? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know the why. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> we're just starting multiplying fractions. Okay. And we're using the models. To show what it looks like when you have in part a set, of a part. right? Part of us a, in a set. Oh, so part if you of have a set, yes. Okay. So if you have like six eggs, uh-huh. and you're t- taking a part of those eggs, mm-hmm. you're not going to cut the eggs. You're taking like two thirds of them. How do you show that? Okay. And she said, "Why can't I just write the numbers? M- get that it's equal. Right. Multiply the numbers. <laughs> get that it's equal to four, and I have my answer." So I pull out our CPA triple Venn diagram that's on our website and we will link in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, and that we have tweeted about and that we've blogged about. <laughs> so I'm really hoping that other people out there are going to start to use it mm-hmm. because of this this story right here that I wanted to share. When I pulled that out, I showed her. I showed her where she was in that Venn like diagram. Like I the document camera? Yes. Okay. And I showed everybody, like the whole right, class. Right, right. And I said, this is why. Because if we were to just write it and multiply it, you are only in this tiny little part of this Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. You are only in that write it section or the abstract right right, right. but with with our kid friendly right we're language. using build draw right and write. i said to her this is where you are but this is not where i want you to be i want you to be in the middle mm-hmm. i want you to be able to build it to draw it to write it to do all of those things so she can understand it and then <laughs> she said okay <laughs> <laughs> what there was no No. fight like
1: you were probably putting on your armor and you're like getting out all your mental you know swords and lightsabers and wait wait what
0: you just you're okay with that you won her over that's it I think so uh, so I'm Obviously, I want to, right? <laughs> so I want to I really urge listeners out there oh. I really would love we would both love to hear your feedback if you've used it if you can use this tool and just try it out in your classroom really literally this is just something that Laura and I are, are trying out and we're kind of becoming our own little researchers right and and just trying it out with our own students mm-hmm. to see how it if it helps and if it's you know if it helps them to see things in a different way. If you have no idea what we're talking about, this
1: was episode 27, where we talked about CPA thinkers, concrete, pictorial, and abstract. And Karina had made this infographic where we
0: want the kids to be all three. The other thing I wanted to share as well, because what I've now tweaked is my objective, my I can statement on my board. (gasps) Instead of, and you know, we shouldn't give it all away either. Right. So now for my whole unit, and I don't have to change it for my unit. Ooh, yay. Which I'm so smart now. Okay, y'all I'm, listen up to this. Right? Cause. As I said, we're multiplying fractions. Okay. My I can statement reads, I can multiply fractions by building, drawing, and writing them. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Now, drop! <laughs> right? Now we just continue. We just go back. That's the objective every single day. So now for every unit, nice. I just tag on to the end by building, drawing, and writing them. So the next unit is probably going to be I can divide, divide fractions by, by building, building, drawing, drawing and, and writing, writing them. them. That's it. <gasps> and then it just constantly brings everything back in. Oh my gosh. How much... I just can't wrap my head around how much
1: time that's going to save teachers because they don't have to erase... Oh yeah. Every no. single day, <laughs> work smarter, <laughs> we have to work smarter. Yep. So yep. that's super smart. Yeah. Yay.
0: And again, it just it just brings it all back in, right? Mm-hmm. It's why are we in that question of why are we doing this? Right. Because I want you to be in that middle, yep. in the middle of the triple Venn. I want you to be able to do all three to think in flexible ways. Yes. Without yep. any concept in math. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Well, my
1: good news is, as you know, every day I teach for an hour while the other teacher goes, the regular teacher goes to the school-based team meeting. And I, this week I started working with second grade again, because now it's back to second grade. And then first grade is next week. And, you know, pray for me again, because kindergarten Kindergarten. is the following week. (laughs) And I'm using my building fact fluency kit by Graham Fletcher and Tracy Zager. And today I was using the marbles task. And I was doing a three act task with them, which was marbles in a jar. Spoiler alert. I just want to, if you don't want to know how many marbles are in the jar, you better just skip ahead for two (laughs) seconds. Okay. There were 12. Once they were all laid out in the row, I asked the kids, how do you see 12? And one kid said, well, eight and four, because those are the two different colors. So there were eight red, Mm -hmm. four blue, I think Yeah, I think that was, or it might've been reverse, but okay, sorry, spoiler alert again. (laughs) And uh, so there were 12, so they said eight and four. So I, on the smart panel, I drew a line, a vertical line and I just moved it with my finger and I put it between the eight and the four. And then I wrote eight plus four equals 12. And then I just took the line and I moved it back to the beginning. And I said, how else do you see the 12? And someone said six and six. So I just took the line, I moved it in the center, blah, blah, blah. So we go through all these different combinations, three and three and three and three four and four and four someone else oh at the very end one kid said six and five and one and i thought Ooh, Ooh. we and if i had more time we could have gone off on loads yeah. of those tangents of how they can decompose 12 in lots of different ways but i asked them at the end i said which one did i have to work the hardest at like it just took me so long and someone because someone had said it one plus one plus all the way to 12 yeah and i said yeah that took me a really long time i said that was the least effective efficient way because I had to do the most work. Mm-hmm. So I then I said, which one did I do the least amount of work with? And the girl who said six plus six shouted out, which I don't care if they do. <laughs> they said, she said six plus six. I said, yes, look, I only had to add two different things. Right. And I got my answer of 12. And I said, that was the most efficient way. So I'm trying to instill in their minds that efficiency doesn't mean I need to get it done like this. Yeah. That I have to work less. Right. right. It's the least amount of work. Yes. And I, I think near the end, the kids were like, oh yeah, that did take me a shorter amount of time because right. I didn't have to do so much work in the long run. Right. So I want to get that. I think that's going to be my goal for this next round of six weeks is to talk to the kids, teach the kids what efficiency really means. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I have to answer questions like this. It means I need to take the least amount of steps or the least amount of time to do the
0: work. Right. But also that they're comfortable with, right? That's true. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Because some of your kids might still not be at the six plus six step. Right. You know? She recognized that six plus six yeah. took the least amount of time
1: right. to do it. So I think that's that's what I'm gonna try to instill. Right. Yeah, I don't care if they're at the one plus one plus one right. 12 times right. way, Right. but I, I wanna show them, hey look, maybe there's another way there's that you another could do way. it. And you know what? You just reminded me, cause I took a picture of it. I'm gonna have to tweet it. The first kid said two plus two plus two plus two plus two plus two, and I thought, oh good, cause that's yeah. a good starting point. Yes. And the one plus one plus one didn't come till much later. Yeah, which is interesting. That is interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, we've taken up a lot of time ready. But let's get into today's topic
0: about are they really falling behind? I I think we all know what we're talking about here. We in the middle of this pandemic, here we are 2021. And this seems to be circulating on social media. Mm -hmm. Kids are falling behind. It seems to be also circulating in our faculty meetings, Mm -hmm. in our conversations, in our meet of like parent conferences. How about in uh, newspapers or magazines, you know, Newsweek yes. yes, or Forbes report or, cards just recently came uh, out and right? yep, they're all falling behind. They're all falling behind. Um well first of all, I kind of feel like saying, well, duh. Like right. of, of course <laughs> Of course they are. Like, uh, are we surprised? Didn't we tell them? Didn't we say this already? Yes, well, they will be behind. I think
1: teachers have been saying this. A- anything that teachers say,
0: nobody pays attention nobody to. Nobody does. Right. No. Nobody. Hello. H- up. Right. Right. Like right. in the up. Yeah. It just seems like everyone is taken by surprise. Like, oh no, they're falling behind. But first of all, but let's go back to this.
1: Okay? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm I'm
0: going around in circles. we because we're, listen. This we're hot about this one. I, I, Right. And I feel like this is it's making us go around in yep. circles, right? There's yep. it's it's like this we are dog chasing its tail. The definition of insanity right now. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Who's who, uh, who
0: what? Yes,
1: like where the metrics that people are using. First of all, where are they getting this information from? We yep. don't even have a whole year's worth of no. data first of all, right. And second of all, you want to talk about the data? Where are we getting the data from? Our state assessments? Well, where are they getting the questions from? Okay, fine. Let's go back to talk about our standards. Um, Those standards are
0: man-made. Right. And and a reflection of what they should know at the, at the end of, of the year. year. Not in the middle. Right. Of oh. course they're falling. They're all falling behind. They're always falling behind. Right. <laughs> they're, they've always been falling behind. Okay, let's just get real. They've always been falling behind. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, They need, I don't know, time to learn things? Right.
1: Because I'm sorry, when you first got on a bicycle, were you an expert? No. No. Did you fall down a whole bunch of times? A lot. And get back?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, here's an example. This Today, when I was in that second grade class, and I can't understand these kids behind their masks. Oh, and i like, what's your name? What's I your know. name? Oh, this was two days ago. Oh. And someone says, oh, boo, boo. and I'm like, now nah, I feel like the the Charlie Brown class. You know, yes. like, wah, 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 wah. Yes. and I said the kid's name wrong, and students laughed at me. Aww. Yes, and I, I kind of stopped, and I looked at them, and I said, wait a minute. Do teachers make mistakes? Yes. Is it okay that I made a mistake? Yes. I'm gonna. I'll figure out
0: his name. Give me some time to learn it and everything. I know. I have. I have one student who's who speaks so low, and I'm like, I can't hear you You behind the mask too. And I can't even. You read the lips. Read the lips. That's I. I did not realize how much I actually read lips. Okay. I
1: think, and I'm, this might, I might be pulling this out of the air, but I think I read somewhere that 75% of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. And if you, listener, if you can cite that somewhere or, (laughs) you know, say yay or nay, let me know, please. Right. But what do we have to look at? We have to look at their eyes. eyes. That's it. I I know. It's not, yeah. I mean, even when we're sitting here doing the podcast, we can kind of read each other okay i'm gonna talk you're gonna talk we kind of know like who's gonna pause and we don't practice this or anything no but we're just reading each other's body language yes all
0: right let's get back to this i know we're, again <laughs> see we're because it's it's making us crazy like this I is know. making me crazy and then it just brings in all these other things I, it really comes it it just always comes down to and I'm not going to use an explicit word even though I want to. Want to? Uh, the test. It comes down oh. to the standardized test. That's what it is. It's It's—it's all, it's the be all, the end all in education. And it really needs to stop. It right. needs to stop. Well, it's the end all, be all
1: for the, you can fill in the blank. Yeah. For the politicians. Yes. For the. Funding. Well, yeah, I was going to say who, the test prep companies. Yes. The test. Publishers. Get, pu- yeah. Th- those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, people, it's late on a Tuesday night. <laughs> we don't normally record on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yes, the publishers Yeah, and, and everybody like that. Yeah, yeah, the people who are in charge of the money. Yep. I'm telling you, when I win the gazillion dollar lottery and build my own school, oh, it's going to be private. <laughs> that way I don't have to go through any of
0: these, who? you know right so what do we do I think I think moving forward we just really have to be cautious careful I mean I I think I'm preaching to the choir here right. if you're I think listening educators to this, yes. you know you know that this is what we're struggling with or what we are what we're having to deal with right now is media and parents and everyone around us saying these kids are falling behind what are we gonna do what are we like they're in panic mode mm-hmm. and we just have to take a breath take a breath and remember that we only have the them for 180 days mm-hmm. and really i don't even think you can count this year as a full year oh gosh no you know no this is no so we have them for let's say 90 days <laughs> right? right right with all the downtime I and know. the uh, oh my tech's not working Ugh. and oh do you hear me johnny can, can you, you unmute? hear me? <laughs> can you can you mute can- oh. <laughs> Oh, I, don't, I don't ask anymore. I just mute them myself. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's smart. Um. So yeah, I think we
1: just need to take, I, I take a I still can't believe we're in January and all state testing hasn't been suspended yet. I, I don't understand this. I thought by now it would have been. Yeah. So what else can we do as teachers? You know what really gets me? Okay, I'm okay. going to go back in time. You know, this is my 29th year teaching. Yeah. When I first started and I was teaching middle school special ed, we did not have have all of this testing pressure yeah it was the ctbs test i don't even remember what it stood for it was 50 multiple choice questions on reading one day and 50 multiple choice questions on math another day it was probably an hour for Mm -hmm. each kind of thing and it was Done. Yeah. And then a few years later, and then we got grade level expectations. And then we got, because we're in Florida, the Sunshine State Standards. And then we got Next Generation Sunshine State Standards. Yeah. And then we got Common Core. And then we got Maths and Laughs. Right? The (laughs) Math Florida Standards and the... Language Arts, Florida Standards, back in the day when we, even even when I think the grade level expectations came around, maybe that's when FCAT started, Mm -hmm. maybe that's when it did. So prior to that, you know, this test was just quick. Done, move on. And I'm not saying that was the best way to test kids either. But do we need this? Do we really need these tests? No. At all? I mean, Even the multiple choice, 50 question, one hour. Like, when? Oh, that's when the money
0: got all involved. And that's when education started getting screwed up. Yeah, no, you're right. And when you look at top performing countries, they, they don't, don't test. test. Mm-hmm. Hello, yeah. hello, are you people listening? Right, and, and here's Not the other you, thing. Not you, the listener,
1: you know who I mean.
0: <laughs> the other thing too is that it's, it, it's all relative too, right? Yes. The whole world is experiencing this. It's not just unique to the United States. It's mm-hmm. not just unique to Florida. It's mm-hmm. not unique to just this city, right? Mm-hmm. It's the entire We're world. in a pandemic. Right? So every child... On earth right now. Is experiencing this. Right. We can't label this as falling behind. No. We just can't.
1: My friend shared with me that uh, on Facebook. And I don't have it in front of me. But she saw it on another one of her friends' posts, there was a letter from a, I think it was a superintendent in New York that basically said, everyone just relax. Yeah. You know? That's that, what that's we need. basically mean. the bottom line. Yeah. And I'm sorry that people are putting so, still, so much pressure on teachers. Yeah. To make sure that the kids pass the test, you yeah, know? like." yeah.
0: Come on. And I'm not going to lie. I've definitely questioned even my own teaching this year. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I told you Mm -hmm. before this episode that I've been relying a lot more on the textbook this year. This year is, I mean, I never, very, very rarely use the textbook. You see my white books. They're still here in my house. I know. I I haven't used, (sighs) I haven't been able to use them either. But the textbook usually sits blank in the desk. Yeah. It, this year. Uh, it's... This is an is unprecedented I know. year. And I feel a little guilty about that. I do I, I for know. these kids because they're not really getting like the true experience and I'm not really teaching. The them. true Mrs. Cousin <laughs> right? experience. That's what I'm, I'm, I feel like I feel guilty. I'm like, I this know. isn't really how I, this isn't at all how I teach. And Wait, are you still doing three act tasks? Every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Do yep. you say as many as you did last year? Mm, no. Okay. So maybe that's something to put maybe. on the forefront. Right. That's, right? that's on good. On the front. That's, but the problem is i'm also having to follow the scope and calendar to the like to letter the letter and last year i was able to, i was able to be flexible right right um not so much that's this been, year so that's been a big challenge because again
1: that's political correct because of the assurances that right our district made with
0: the government right with the
1: right. Our state government right right yes
0: so I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say too is that I just I've I've been at that point where it's like should I just teach them the procedure? Oh god. And just just have to, you like, yet? No, Good. of course not. I, well, I was just gonna say.
1: Then I don't think you're going I'm just, to. No, no, I'm not going know. to.
0: But you know, but I it's, get it. It's I... that question that just lingers. You mm-hmm. know, like, am I? Am I doing a disservice to these kids? Am I? No, I know. <laughs> I know the answer is no. <laughs> However, <laughs> but you know that that I question know is, and it's always been there. I it's know. always been there. But I, al- I'm always so, I- I'm always so confident. And this year, I'm just a just a wee bit less confident. Because first of all, not all of your kids
1: are in front of you. I know, in the I know. room. I know. That's probably the big reason why you're questioning yourself. Don't. Uh, okay, I'm not giving you permission. <laughs> To question
0: yourself <laughs> well, anymore, I want, but I wanted to share that because I get it, right? And I'm sure that there are people out there who are listening who are like, "Yep, I've it's crossed my mind too." I know. So or stay, stay strong, stay or strong. With they
1: said, "You know what? I'm just going right. to teach procedures and that's this year." Okay. Yeah, if that's where we're at. Listen, again, we're in a pandemic, yeah. people. Yeah, you
0: know, let's just get through. I get it. This school year, it's it's the pressures that are around us from I know everywhere in every direction. I know. We're gonna stay strong. This Though. We are.
1: We are. Because we're doing this. Together And and all of our listeners, however many you are, you know that we've got your backs. Yes. And we know that you've got our backs.
0: Yeah, so if you want a little positive note of encouragement, you can always reach out to us. That would be great. (laughs) Yeah. You can send us positive encouragement and we'll send you positive encouragement back. Um, But yeah, you can reach us on our email and our website. Right. Or on
1: Twitter. Yep. Let's talk about the challenge for this week. Okay. Our CPA thinker template which is amazing that you created. Thank you. I think we released it at a really bad time because it was the <laughs> beginning of, of winter break. It was, it was. <laughs> and as I was listening to that episode, I was like, oh God, no one's going to use it in the next two weeks because we all right. have it off. Yeah. We'd like you, listener, to go to our website, find the infographic. It's under episode 27 or on our blog page. Look at the triple Venn diagram, print out the template, see what your kids think. Yeah. And we would love Love to know, even from kindergarten to high school, or maybe even beyond. Yeah. You know, I know that some of our listeners are pre service teachers so they're at the university level and teaching like elementary methods of math or middle school methods of math yeah. or whatever your methods class is i wonder if they would use it with their students who yeah. are
0: adults right and see where they fall yeah and if if you think that the language is a little more too mature or it needs to be tweaked in some way tweak it tweak it <laughs> or reach out to to me and i'll yes. you know e- let us know over email and all and i can tweak it exactly also
1: whatever you need from us we're, yeah. we're here to
0: support you I've already tweaked it once because yes I had originally I wrote model it mm-hmm. and instead kids, of draw it right yes yeah and the kids got really confused no instead of build it oh okay instead of build it um And the kids got really confused with model it because a model could be a visual representation as well. So I had to go back in there and change it to build it Uh where it's actually manipulatives that they're building and then draw it and and write it.
1: Or they could use the virtual manipulatives to build it. Correct. Yeah. You know, if yeah. they're at home and they don't have the, the things to yeah. use. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by
0: using the hashtag learning through math. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too. Thank you